Hey guys, Joe McCall, REI in your car, how are ya? Listen, I got a quick tip for you. A couple quick tips. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I forgot what they were. So I was just distracted by some cars that just drove by. And I forgot what my tips were, but I got two tips. Um, this is, that's crazy. How old am I again? I'm getting a senior's moment maybe. So you want a good source for deals? You've heard me talk about the MLS before, right? Um, just earlier this evening, um, I was looking online in the MLS for all of the properties that were listed as a lease option. So in the St. Louis area, there was over 150 properties that were flagged or tagged uh, as available for possible rent-to-own lease purchase or owner financing. So most MLSs they have on there the selling terms, and so you can write on there what uh, you know when when the realtor is listing the property they can put on there the the available ways that different ways that it can sell, cash or loans or owner financing or lease purchase or something like that. Do you understand? So if you select that in your search, you'll find a ton of properties. And I was looking at these things, and. Uh, I'd say maybe 75% of them are in the the cash flowing neighborhoods, the the neighborhoods that only typically landlords buy houses in. All right, um, the other 25% are going to be nicer areas, median home price and above. So I was just thinking about this, and I'm I'm too busy to do it right now. But I bet you somebody out there listening to this, um, you do lease options, you know how to do owner financing. What if you went out and targeted all the homes in your MLS that were listed as available owner financing or lease options and just call the realtors up and, and tell them, listen, I'm an investor and I'm interested in this property um, and make an offer. So we're always looking for houses that we can buy creatively, right? A lot of these properties too, because of the neighborhoods that they're in, there's no way that a bank would lend on a property like that in that area, right? So the chances are pretty good that these are free and clear properties, at least some of the lower end ones, right? So you already know that these owners, whoever owns this house, is willing, wants to sell it and or rent it, right? So they're flexible, translated, they're motivated. There's a little motivation in there. If a seller is willing to put a property on the MLS and list it as a possible owner finance lease option deal. So what if you just go ahead and make an offer on those properties as you would if you were an investor? And typically my rule of thumb is this, if it's a house below median, excuse me, below median home price, I'm going to make an owner financing offer. I don't, I, I don't want to lease purchase that. I'll just make an owner financing. Um, and then I'll turn around and sell it on a wrap with owner financing to a buyer who's gonna live in it. If it's median home price and above, I'll I'll probably do a sandwich lease option on something like that because it's just, it's just a lot more money involved, it's a little more risky, and um, unless I can get a really good seller financing, I just like the lease options better. 
for various reasons. So, but what if you found a house for 50 grand that the seller, and you look at some of these houses and they don't need much work at all. And maybe they need a little bit of work, but you, what if you contacted the realtor or the owner of the home and asked them if they would consider a seller financing offer from an investor? So what do you do? You can go ahead and give them whatever price they want, right? With principal only payments. So if it's a house that's they're trying to sell it for 50 grand, why don't you go ahead and offer them 50 grand with payments of doesn't matter, does it? Whatever you want, uh, principal only payments. What if, how about this? Let's say this $50,000 house will rent for 800 a month. Okay? And so they're advertising it as for sale or for lease for 50 grand or 800 a month. What if this is maybe crazy, but just hear me out. What if you um, offered the seller owner financing, gave him a seller financing offer, say, listen, I'll do both. I'll buy it from you, seller financing, and I'll pay you $800 a month, principal-only payments until paid. So you take $50,000 divided by $800. It'll be paid off in 5.2 years. In 5.2 years, you'll have that property free and clear because every dollar of that $800 is going to pay down the principal. There's zero interest. Now you're saying, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, you're going to be negative every month, right? Because you're going to have to pay taxes and insurance. And what about the tenant? You're going to have them, you know, I don't want to own a rental property. Well, this isn't a rental property. I'm going to turn around and sell it on a wrap to a buyer for, let's say it's worth 50 now. I'm going to sell it to them for 55, 60,000. And I'm going to charge them 8 to 9% interest. All right. So every month I'm paying down the principal and I'm earning interest. So maybe I'm short a hundred bucks a month, 200 bucks a month. Um, and I have to pay the, I don't pay the taxes by the way, do I? Am I paying the taxes or the insurance? No. Do I have to worry about maintenance and repairs and vacancies? No, because I'm selling it to a home buyer, right? Um, yeah, so just something to think about. I mean, these there's a lot of homes on the MLS in your market right now where the seller is motivated enough that they're willing to advertise it as owner financing or lease purchase available or something. So why don't you just approach that house like you would any other house that you were marketing to, contact the realtor, and make an offer. Make an offer for seller financing. Um, and yeah, is that cool or what? So I'm kind of excited about that. Now, let's say that you know it's gonna rent for 800, right? So you, you could ask the seller, well, you, you were gonna pay taxes and insurance on the property, right? So what if, I'll just pay the taxes and insurance for you. I'll pay you $600 a month in rent and I'll pay the taxes and insurance for you. So you can maybe smooth out your cash flow. But so what if you don't have any cash flow for five years on the property? Um, now hear me out here because you won't have any cash flow for five years, but you're paying down that principal. You're paying down that property uh, with zero interest loan. All right. And, uh, you're also, when you put a buyer in there, you're going to get a five to $10,000 down payment on the property. And here's the cool thing too. A lot of times these buyers will pay off the house early. Okay. You could even structure it as a, uh, you could structure it as a 30 year amortization. You could sell it on a 30 year note to a buyer. So you pay it off in five years. You owner finance it for 30 years. Hello. Or what if you did this? And I've never done this before, but I know guys who have. You know, after a couple of years, you call the seller up and you offer them, you offer to, to pay off the rest of their note at a discount. So you, you offer them 
60% of the value of the note if they want all their cash now. Okay? Uh, what if what if the not again, this is something else I don't know about much yet. Oh hey, this is Thursday night. The uh, Rogue One came out tonight. I just drove by a theater. Um, yeah, who's who's seen Rogue One yet? Is it good? <laughs> All right, so one of the things you can do is put a what's called a substitution of collateral in the contract. So let's say the buyer you put in there refinances you out or cashes you out early, and um, you you know you have seven years left to pay this house off. You want to hold it as long as possible, but then the buyer um, cashes you out. Well, if you have a substitution of collateral clause in your contract, now make sure you talk to an attorney about this, you can then turn around and use that money that you got. Now you've, you just, you're sitting on 50000 in cash or whatever because this buyer just bought you out. You can take that cash and buy another house and continue making payments to that original owner. You've just substituted the collateral of that old house to another house. So the owner is still protected. They're still safe. They're the uh, mortgage holder. They're the they're the lien holder on this new house. Instead of this other house, they're the lien holder on a new house. Does that make sense? So something to chew on, right? Find these deals. Call the realtors up. Make offers. And uh, go buy a course on seller financing. Because I'm learning this too myself as we go along. It's a great way to uh, you know buy and hold long-term rental properties. And hey, by the way, too, let me give a shout out to Matt Terrio. I was just browsing iTunes World the other day, and I saw he's been doing some podcasts lately on seller financing. And uh, so go check that out. Go check out uh, Matt Terrio's podcast, the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast. And I'll go check it out, too. I should go listen to those episodes. Matt's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a while. We're in the same mastermind. And he's crushing it right now. He's doing really, really well. He's doing a ton of deals. All right, guys, that's it. I just thought uh, you would that you would like that and uh, it's a good thing, little thing to chew on. And I had another tips. I had two tips, and I only shared one of them. And now I forget what the second one was. So I've got to think about it again here, and maybe I'll do another one uh, while I'm driving. See ya. Mm-hmm.